0: Hello, Donna. Hi. Hi. Hello. And hello to you, everybody out there in YouTube land. That's where we're streaming tonight. And this is United for Humanity. And this is uh, AU4H Radio. This is a new radio show that we're doing. We're calling it Radio because we used to do radio on Blog Talk Radio. And we're actually going to take these videos and upload them as radio broadcasts to uh, a radio player so they can stream as radio as well. So, I'm glad to be here tonight. My name is Lori Smith. I'm the program coordinator, volunteer program coordinator with AU4H Radio. Um, these are my two sisters, my my two sister advocates, but they're also my two besties. <laughs> so, a long time. <laughs> Lee Roberts, hello. And I'm glad to be here. And I want to say happy 2021. Let's hope it's. Much, much better than 2020. <laughs> so, yes. A lot better. <laughs> yeah, we seriously need something good to happen. We really do, as a world, you know. Yeah. We're also responsible for part, for, for, to do our part. And, you know, and, and we can all be part of positive change. And I think that's basically what, what we do at Advocates United for Humanity. So I'm glad to be here. This is just wonderful. We're on for you know, roughly about an hour. We're going to try to go for an hour tonight. And um, so sit back, you know, relax, grab whatever you're drinking. I'm still drinking coffee. Uh, <laughs> you can drink whatever you're drinking. That's fine. And, um, you know, sit back and be comfy with us. We're all best friends here, you know, so like we're very comfortable talking to each other. And um, and Lee Roberts is uh, she's part of the deaf community. And so, Lee Roberts, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna put Donna down here. Donna likes to be down below because Donna's partially blind, or actually blind in one eye. So yes. <laughs> sorry, Donna. Um, let me see if I can get my mouse to work. Um, and you know,
1: if I'm on, on the bottom, them. I can see you both. If if I'm right. on the top, I can't see one of you.
0: <laughs> there. That Thank should you. Do it. You, you bet. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Now uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're back where we should be. So, um, yeah, you're welcome to just sit here and join us. We welcome you to pull up a chair, you know, get comfy. And tonight we are really excited because we're rolling out a brand new program that actually has been in the works for quite some time. And like Donna Share will be, you know, explain more about that. And Lee Roberts, um, this this program was in the works years ago and was not able to be. Uh, you know, brought out and as, as they wanted to do it, and so now it's the time, and uh, it's just great. I know in Canada, like tonight's show, we're talking about child abuse and child abuse prevention specifically. And not all of our shows will be about child abuse, like I said on the last original, like the, the, the welcome show. <laughs> uh, we're not just all; it's not going to all be about child abuse. My stuff is because that's what I do, but on my own personal stuff. But Advocates United for Humanity is more and it's it's it sort of encompasses you know a, a wide variety of issues. You know, we're talking people that are you know homelessness. We're talking mental health issues. Um, you know, we'll be talking about a variety of things. So it's not just about child abuse. So you need to tune in. You need to if you haven't done it already, hit that like button. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Hit the subscribe button. We really appreciate it and share our stuff because you know the more the merrier right and um we want this show to be a positive sort of a, a helpful show for people as well as something that you can to because like we're all free just regular people like everybody else <laughs> and um i think we have a, a, a voice you know and we have a lot to offer and i think it's all of our voices are important so we want everybody to get involved with us you know sit in the chat room you know, you can type in your questions that you have for us. You can you can join us and help support us. So it's just a wonderful thing, and I'm really excited about it. And I know I was looking at stats for Canada, and the most recent stats I could find for the issues of child abuse going on in Canada uh, that are reported. We already know that you know so much so much of it is not reported, and so yeah. there's so much more child abuse than there's you know than we know about. Um, just the latest stats that I pulled up right now is uh, about 26% of Canadians have reported that they were um, physically abused or mistreated, like child maltreatment. Um, 26% of Canadians have reported that. So wow. it's a little under like 30%. So um, childhood sexual abuse was reported by 8% of people in Canada age 15 and over. But the issue is, is that's only what's reported. Yeah. That's, not, that's, that's not the real picture. It's the same with the states. I know we know that, you know, the, uh, you guys are going to share some, some of your, your stats in your areas and, and you know, we'll be more um, better than what I can get. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, your, your stats are are for your local areas. So I'm just not sure what it is over there. But I know that overall they were saying, what, are these, what one in six boys or one in four boys and one in three girls or something like that. It's an insane number. That's what we know. So, you know we can talk that's all we want the issue is, is we're talking you're sitting at a table with four or five people generally you know one of you has been abused
1: yes yeah
0: more. that's sad it's crazy it's absolutely insane but most people won't speak out they won't ever tell anybody that they've ever been abused No. And especially child sexual abuse is such a taboo um very few people will talk about it, and that's why I—that's why I do talk about it because I'm like, hey, so we got to start talking about this, man. And it's because if we don't, it's not going to ever change. We need—we need to talk about this. So um, tonight's show is really near and dear to my heart. I think this is going to be a wonderful program, and just—you uh, know—just add to everything else out there that's doing anything to protect the child, right? So this is really wonderful and let's see here what i'm gonna do is let donna share a little bit about the program and okay. um, um, I did have
1: questions
2: for you.
1: first Lori, i want to take a moment and i kind of want to apologize to our listeners for last week um we had to cancel last minute because several of us were not feeling so well um Several of us have underlying health issues. I myself suffer from chronic migraine. So there's a lot of times like it affects my vision, my thinking, Um, sometimes like, I know what I want to do or I want to say, but I can't function. It messes you up bad.
0: Um,
1: So last week was a really bad week. I didn't want to come on. I didn't want to embarrass you. I didn't want to embarrass myself. I didn't want to embarrass Lee because I, you know, for the last twenty years, we have been advocating for kids. I myself have you know been out there fighting for laws and 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 I kind of didn't want to make any of us look bad, <laughs> you know, but when you when you know what you want to say, but you get lots for words, it's it's really hard sometimes. and last week, I just i I still got the fog, <laughs> and people that suffer from migraines will know exactly what I mean. Oh, um, for sure <laughs> but um. But i kind of want to let everybody know that we will be posting um we're going to try to do a new thing where we post 24 hours in advance for any reason we can't do though, just to let them know to give them a heads up that way they're not sitting there waiting and we're a no show because that's not what we're about
0: <laughs> no no and yeah we'll try to give notice um because like things come up in life right i mean sometimes things come up and you know, we just can't do the show or whatever. That's why if people will hook up with us, we have our AU4H radio Facebook page. And yes. we'll be posting there. Um, we'll also, we don't have a Twitter yet, I don't think. We have Twitter for advocate for AU4H, but but not the radios. The radio's all new here, so the radio program. So, uh, but you can hook up with us on the Facebook page right away. And then we've got a Twitter one that's going to be coming, a Twitter account. And we'll try to post it everywhere, and that way people will know Um, You know, hey, the show has been moved to whatever Thursday night or just canceled to the following Wednesday because we're going to try to do them on Wednesday nights. Yeah.
1: She's actually working on the Twitter as we speak. She's setting it up. (laughs) So she'll be sending you all that information. But, you know, we were debating tonight whether we should share, you know a little bit about ourselves and saying, okay, I have chronic migraine 15 plus days a month. I'm kind of miserable. <laughs> and but, you know, our thing is for the last 20 years, we have been people that say we keep it real. So I figured if we're going to keep it real, we might as well be real with our viewers, real with our listeners, let them yeah. know, you know, this is something that we deal with on a, a daily, weekly, monthly basis. It's not going to weigh anytime soon. So... I figured if we let them know what's going on then they'll you know they can relate or they can understand and you know that way they're not thinking we're just blowing them off because i don't like that <laughs> right
0: it's just like eh, we didn't feel like doing a show who cares <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> after people have already
0: sort of signed up like sort of set their plan to be there sort of thing yeah yeah, that's, I know, that's not cool. I, I actually, when I was doing, because I did so many blog talk radio shows, like, I don't know did for 10 years. I did over like 1,500 blog talk shows. <laughs> Sometimes I would sleep in and I would miss my show. And I would feel so bad. I'd be like, oh, I bet you people were waiting in the chat room and sleeping. Right? Um, it did happen. I mean, after over a period of 10 years, I mean, I did miss a few of them, right? But I always felt really bad. I'm like, I'm so sorry for anybody that was here listening. <coughs> things come up, things happen, you know but we're going to yeah. try to commit to this and like, we all know how hard it is for other people too. Right. Um, it, you know, we've all got our issues. Right. And, um, yeah. so, you know, but we'll try to keep our commitment and our part of it so that we let people know what's happening. Yeah. Yes.
2: So, yeah. So yeah,
0: this is wonderful. And, uh, Did you want to share with us like some of some of the stats or did you want to talk about the program first
1: or um Lee's gonna share more of the stats? So I thought what I would do is before we get started, I kind of want to give a shout out to our volunteers. Oh (laughs) some of the most amazing volunteers, you know. (laughs) Um I actually know a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) They're all our friends. Um but our volunteers, we call them ambassadors for Children. Um, they're actually the backbone of our organization and they do all of our programming, all of our community outreach programs and all of the fundraisers. They share Royce resources, they share our posts, our headlines, our news. Without them, we basically wouldn't have an organization. So I just wanna kind of read off a couple of their names that work in my area personally and just give them a thank you. Um, Frank Mills, Bob Shank, Terry Howe, Sharon Young, Michael Rayner, Patrick Dante, TT Kenny, Maggie Kenny, Patricia McKnight, Ashley Shear, Deanna Dixon, Susan Dobbins, Terry Rink, Maureen Rule, Sky Coover, and Warren Van Speck. Kudos. Kudos to those guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I also want to give a shout out to Lee. I know Lee's in the chat room. and He doesn't know that I'm saying this right now. But um, she runs the day-to-day operation. She's in charge of all the volunteers, all the programming. Without her, again, we wouldn't have an organization. For the last four years, I've just been kind of like a voice behind the scenes because I've been dealing with so much. So these are the people that happen every day. And I just kind of want to say thank you and you know give them a little bit of a shout out. But we do have some really exciting news <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm really proud of. And there's more to come. Um, we now have three official chapters. We have one in Pennsylvania and we have the one in Florida that Lee heads, but we also have a new central Florida and Mr. Warren Van Beck. He heads that up. He is amazing. I love Warren. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He, he just, he was kind of nervous about coming on the team. And I said to him, you have been following me since 2007. You have been helping me sharing you know, I I trust you. And he wasn't so sure. And then it's like, he's a rock star, you know, it's like, you don't even need to tell him what to do. You don't have to give him any hints, any ideas. (laughs) He just knocks it out of the park. He's, he's a rock. star. (laughs) He really is.
0: So he's just got such a heart, you know, to help people. And he's very, he's like a very caring individual. And I really, um, I just think the world of him. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Now Emily, she can't hear us, but she'll 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 know when when she sees the um, the, <laughs> tra- uh, sees the the comments. Yeah, yeah. closed yeah. caption. <laughs> we'll tell she, her later. We were talking about her.
1: <laughs> she's probably gonna kill me for saying it, but yeah. she likes so much. <laughs> without her, we would not be able to do the things we do. I mean, she's basically. You know, she's behind the scenes, she's doing everything. She's she's managing the volunteers, the programming, she does the website. Yeah. I, I just I can't awesome. thank her enough. So I just kind of want to give her that little shout out. Like I said, she's probably gonna kill me. <laughs> oh well. <laughs>
0: That's okay. She's I know she's 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 uh, she's been like all three of us have worked together for a long time, but you guys have really done well with Advocates United for Humanity. And the, the work that's gone, that that's gone into it. For anybody that wants to check out like, the past programs, you can go to the website and um, you can click through the links there, like resources and past events, past programs. And then there's all the current stuff too, so you can see everything that we're, that we're doing and have done. And it's just amazing. Um, a lot of great work being done. And, and a lot more to come. So it's wonderful.
1: We have a lot of plans for the future. We're really looking forward to some of the new programming, but this community kids watch is just, I've been wanting to do it for so long. Um, we actually come up with the concept in 2015 and there was different reasons that we couldn't do it. We, like I said, we both had some things going on in our personal lives and it just, it kind of took away with it. And we kind of continued the mission we were on, but then, um, We had a little boy, nine years old, that was brutally abused, tortured, and he died. It it broke my heart. And now that he's gone, there's so many people and they keep saying, you know, oh, there was signs. You know, we we heard things, you know, um, we heard different stories or we heard noises or we yelled, you know, we heard cries for help. And I'm thinking if you heard those cries for help, then why didn't you do something then? You know, one call, just one phone call could have saved that little boy's life. Yeah. So so Lee and I talked the one day and we, we talk every few days on a regular basis. And we had talked about, why don't we take this program that we set aside and bring it into, you know, bring it into play, put it into action. So basically the community kids watch is like a neighborhood crime watch everyone watches out for everyone's, um, community, whether, and, you know, everybody's so worried about their house, their their property, what about your most important possession, your child?
0: Yeah.
1: Our goal is, is that we want to take the same concept as a community crime watch and we want to base it around children. And, you know, to me, there's nothing I want more. And my thing is, is I told everybody who has been emailing us and contacting us, you know, adopt a street, adopt a community, adopt a, a building. Um, you know, you don't have to be out there on the watch for children all all day long. You know, like it's not your job, but it's not going to hurt you if you see something, you hear something, you suspect something, say okay. something. Mm-hmm you know? And, and like I said, one phone call could have saved Anson's life. And that right. Lori, I cried over a little boy that I did not know. I never met. I never spoke to him. I didn't even know what he looked like till I seen his picture in the paper. If I yeah. think of him, I still cry. I mean, Lee and I, and even yourself, we have shed more t- tears over a little boy we didn't know than some of the people that knew what was going on and didn't say anything. And yeah. that's heartbreaking. I mean, that, that is heartbreaking. And each I know everyone says to me, you can't save them all. No, I can't save them all, but why? Why can't we come together and 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 save them? And yeah. the whole time we've been doing this work, I keep saying if we help one kid, we did our job. I know yeah. we can save them all, but let's save as many as we can.
0: That's right. Because yeah, the issue is, I mean, Anson's case and little Anson Stover, I mean, he's just one in a in an ocean full of children who are murdered and killed and um, die from the abuse and the trauma, it's unbelievable, and it's all unnecessary. Yeah. And you know that there there are times where you know, just like in Hanson Stover's case, where children, somebody said, "Well, you know, we we thought that he was being abused or she was being abused, but we didn't make a call, and that that kid is dead." Yeah. You know or that baby's dead, you know, and so many times, I think people feel like they don't wanna step in, maybe that's not their place, you know, or, you know, why should I get involved, right? Why should mm-hmm. I, you know, step, put my neck out, right? But the thing is, you know, people, you can get involved without anonymously, without people even knowing that you've yeah. made the
1: Yeah. If you make
0: call in good faith, then you're not gonna ever get into any no. trouble. Because no. all made in good faith, with real reason to make that call, um, you know, if it is true that the child's being abused, you could save that child's life. Exactly. If the child's not being abused and they find that, you know, their findings are that the child's not being abused, then, hey, it was a good call because at least, you know, for sure.
1: Right. I um, would rather make a hundred phone calls and be wrong every time. If, <laughs> if, it, if it saved a life, like, you know, it, yeah. I, I think of the situation and I think of this little boy and I think, one phone call could have saved your life. And he suffered unspeakable abuse. It's You're not going to ever tell me that no one knew. No one ever saw the signs. No one ever saw anything. His body told the story after he was gone. He suffered horrible, horrible, tremendous abuse. Unspeakable abuse. And like I said, one phone call could have saved his life. Just one phone call. That's yeah. All it
2: takes is one phone call. One right. person that could be yeah. the only call that happens exactly
1: that's right that's
2: right yeah
0: you could be the only one yeah and that's that's the issue yes that's the case most of the time is that one person that saw something suspected something you know thought oh that's not right you know the kid's got bruises or some sort of you could just tell by the way the child is acting um you know you get that little inkling and that's just, that's that that little thing that says something's not right, you may be the last person that ever sees that child alive. Exactly. I'm guaranteed. Exactly. And you know, this is how important it is. And I think, you know, I don't know why we live in such a cruel world. <laughs> I really
1: don't. I don't either.
0: Hey. You know, I mean, I'm a survivor of abuse. Lee's a survivor of abuse. You know, we why do people do this? It's all it's a big question. It's a big problem. Yeah. We need to start caring about children everybody needs to care about all the children of the world that's what i think
1: we come from a very small community and Lori, as you know we've had the opportunity to travel i've gone to places and i'm never so happy to come back home i feel safe here i feel safe in this community that's why i i reside here i stay here because i feel safe and yeah i like to go i like to travel I I love to go on vacation. I love the times that we have gone and helped the homeless or we've done child abuse events or film festivals. I love being a voice, I I truly do. But when it happens in your own backyard, 35 minutes from where you live and people know this has been going on and nobody says anything, Yeah, it's hard. hard. You take it personal. And with me, it broke my heart. Like I said, I don't know this little boy. I've never met him, never seen him. But all I keep thinking is he's never going to graduate high school. He's never going to drive a car. He's never going to date. He's never going to go to a prom. He's never going to get married. He's never going to have kids of his own. His Mm -hmm. his killer stole his life, you know, and it you you can't get it back and so many people's like oh this is a this this is awful this is terrible that this happened this happens every single day and i've been preaching this for over 20 years and people just like don't want to hear you even in even in this community that i live in there's some pretty great people here and i think the world of a lot of people (laughs) but um but when they look at me and they say, oh, that's a shame. Things like that don't happen here. Yes, it does. You're not excluded yeah. because you're a small town. People that's right. do not want to, th- they don't want to admit abuse happens in small towns. They don't want to think one of their own can do something to a child. And I'm going to tell you, and right. you know as well, people that we love and we trust the most, sometimes they're the biggest abusers.
0: That's right. This where it's where the children are. That's where the abuse is happening. So where yeah. gen, ch- children are generally at home or at a, at a family member's home, somebody yeah. in the family, grandparents, you know, aunt, uncle, um, or somebody the family usually trusts somewhat to let take care of the children. That's where the abuse is happening. It's yes. done by people that children, that, that most of the time, it's not stranger danger. Stranger danger no. is important for children to know about because it does happen. But 95%, we know, of abuse happens within the home, even maybe more. But I know that the stats were 95%. Yes.
1: And they were. Plus I looked, yes.
0: Yeah, like 95%. And, and I mean, that's, that's, people don't realize. They just don't, I guess, you know, because if they weren't abused as children and they didn't hear nobody they knew was abused, then they wouldn't know, you know what I mean, that, that's, that it's so common and that that's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just, it's, it's like, it's like, it's, own, it is a pandemic. So when people call child abuse, a pandemic, they're not just being silly, just, you know, calling, calling, it, trying to be, you know, just like COVID being a pandemic, you know, child abuse has always been a pandemic. Yes. Because thousands yes. of children die needlessly. Like, what do they say? Every, what is it? every three seconds or something like that? Or.
1: I um, believe it's every 10 seconds.
0: Yeah, every ten seconds a child is murdered in in the United States, or something like that, or dies to abuse, or something like that. It's sad. I mean, when you think about that, that makes see. That's why our hearts break because we know that we know what's going on. We know the stats, but a lot of people just live their lives and they don't care, or maybe they don't think about it. But for me, it's really important, and I don't have children. But I think what one of the reasons why I keep speaking out about this stuff is that's the only way anything ever changes. Yeah,
1: just
0: to ignore it and let it go back under the carpet and just pretend, oh, well, you know, my life's good. So why should I care about anybody else? You know, is, is a sad, pathetic way to live your life. But a lot of people don't want to get involved. You know? They but do, we know but a, lot, a lot of people do want to get involved and they just don't know where or how. Right. So,
1: but there's a lot of, um, states and counties. Um, they don't want to admit that <clears throat> child abuse is a violent crime. Look at Kentucky. Um, we fought for five years for Connor's law. Um, I guess I was supposed to believe that this two-year-old boy that was tortured and killed when his murderer, Ronald Saunders was murdering him, brutally killing him, that no. he, didn't, he didn't feel any pain. It, it was a nonviolent crime. My thing was, is how can you torture and kill a child? And that child don't feel pain. It's nonviolent. It's crazy. He served, served less than five years because they said it was a nonviolent crime. Yeah. I know myself, if I get out of bed and I stub my toe, I hurt. So I can't even begin to imagine what what some of these kids go through. And people have said over the years, oh, you over exaggerate. You're thinking this. You're thinking that. No, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm thinking exactly what I know. And I know if you hurt a child, you hit, kick, punch a child, they feel that pain. No one sure. in the state is never going to convince me that they don't. It took five years and to get Connor justice, and it's sad because it should be open and, and shut. You know, like people should just know that if you're hurting a child, you're abusing a child, you kill a child. That child's feeling pain. I'll torture never, is torture, man. Yeah, you know, and it's like <laughs> an I'll animal understand. to a child to an adult does matter. Tortures. Yeah, and it's, it's like right? I'll never understand how you can say this is a nonviolent crime. And yeah, that's that's, crazy. Yes, and like Anson. We know he suffered and we know he, you know, he died from unspeakable abuse. And we're just. It was only a week after he passed away, um, it was in the newspaper just about every day here, uh, about a week, a week and a half after he passed away, you don't see anything about it anymore. And it's like people forget so easy. But I'm one of those people, am I live from my heart and you know that and yeah. I don't forget. And every case that we have ever done over the last probably 15 years that we have really been in one-on-one advocating, I remember every person we work with, every child we worked with. I think of the children that are no longer here anymore that passed away. That breaks my heart. I, I, you know, my mom always told me I wear my heart on my sleeve. I do. And you know, but I also think, what's wrong with that? You don't know more people that cared like I do. Yeah,
0: that's what the world needs, right? The world needs to stop killing their children and stop abusing children. Even if they don't kill the child, if you know, abuse is horrific to have to live live through. And like me and Lee can attest to that. (laughs) Um, survivors, you know, we're still here, right? But the thing is, is like, you know, so many people, you know, they just don't value another living soul. I <laughs> <Bless you. laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy okay. <laughs> well, But I mean uh, like it's just you know we need this is tough talk, right? But the thing is is this is why this program is very necessary. And it's just uh, it's, it's just another uh, one that you can get involved with and you know in your own community, in your own town, your own city, wherever. You can you can become a, an ambassador, you know. Oh yes. So, like so. So now, who the program's goals?
1: Like are The goal is basically: if you see something, you hear something, you suspect something, you say something, you can report it. There's many organizations you can report it through one of the biggest ones that i always use when i personally report something is child help but you can um, report it to your local police you can report it to um cys children and youth um or you can even get on our website and um you can contact us and we can file the report for you
0: yeah yeah this is just it yeah. there's tons of places you, and nobody will ever know it was you that reported <laughs> no, no, You can do, do it So, but
1: but, you know we get people emailing lee just about every day asking how they can get involved and it's easy you can go to the website the information is there and they always say well you know who can become an ambassador for children anyone who wants to protect children Mm -hmm. it's it's that easy if you want to protect children you know you can assist us you can be an ambassador that's right. That's right.
0: Like me. I mean, I don't have any children and I don't, you know, I, I live in a mostly an adult building, but that doesn't mean that I still don't keep an eye out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. out and about. It's, it's that easy to do. Just watch out for the children around you. It, but yep. especially if you're a parent and you have younger children at home, um, you know, and let's say, let's say their little playmates come over, nowadays with COVID-19, that's a little bit, you know, that's a <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but once that's all done and gone, right, and kids can actually play together again, and you're around these children, you know, you can kind of keep an eye and, you know, look for the signs, learn what the signs are, first of all, signs and symptoms of abuse, and then you know, keep your eyes open, and you, you can be an ambassador too. And you can yep. sign up like Donna said, you can sign up on our website and we'll, we'll put all that information in the in the description. I think it is there, but um, I'll check it out and make sure it's there. And um, Will, do you think, well, like COVID, COVID-19, I mean, that's been a problem for everybody all the way around the world. <laughs> um, but do you think that that's going to be a problem with people trying to get
1: involved um, with the
0: program right now?
1: Um, yes and no, but like I said, they don't really have to, all they have to basically do is listen and watch in their own, their street, their community, um, their, you know, their block, their apartment building. It's easy. I Mm -hmm. actually got an email today from someone asking if I thought that COVID was going to take part in this case with, um, Anson Mm -hmm. and I do. Um, everything now is the fact, like my, my mail was late. So that's COVID. I was having problems with my internet and TV two weeks ago when I called in, they said, Ms. Shear, we are so sorry. This is due to COVID is <laughs> like, my, my not working because of COVID, you know, and my internet's slow because of COVID. But I think that in, and this is just my opinion, my guess, um, Anson's aunt, his murderer, um, I think that she's going to use COVID as an excuse because right now it's, it's the biggest thing. And you're probably wondering, well, why would COVID play a part? But right now the economy is awful. We have the essential workers that's working. We have people out of work. Plus she had five children at home doing remote learning. In my opinion, and after all these cases that I've ever seen, because when I first heard the call that a little boy had passed away first thing I said was that he was killed you can just kind of tell you can read it I mean it's been many many years for us so it's kind of the norm but um but I do I think that she is going her case is going to be that with everything going on with COVID the economy the jobs no money all the remote learning at home having five children under roof I think that her thing is going to be I just snapped I couldn't handle it I snapped but one thing, and and I have prayed on this and I've asked the Lord many, many times. We have a lot of conversation, him and I. <laughs> and um, but I think um but I have prayed and I have asked if you know he opens the court's eyes, the judge's eyes, the DA's eyes, and shows them that no, his little <laughs> body tells the whole story. This isn't just that's somebody right. that had a bad day and snapped. This is no. abuse that had been going over a period of time. It's and that's right.
0: Yeah, it wasn't just a one day thing. This had been no. going on for some time. Yeah, And um, people need to know, like, I don't know why people don't, I guess because they fear some sort of repercussion or whatever, but people that are struggling, you know, to when they can't deal with their, their children or looking after someone else's children or whatever, you can call somebody and get help. You don't have to abuse that child. No. Nobody has to abuse a child. They choose no. to abuse, and there abuse is a choice. You don't have to abuse a child ever. No one should ever hurt a child ever on purpose. I mean, that's sometimes accidents happen. You know, things happen, but you know, the kids get hurt somehow. But, but, but on purpose to abuse a child. No. Um, I mean, I I put my opinions out on my own stuff on my own. <laughs> um, you know, talks that I've done years for over the last ten years or more. And I mean, people know how I feel about it, <laughs> but, but, you know, the issue is, is if we, if, if we all don't keep our eyes open, you know, keep, keep watching out for the little children, you know, who's going to look out for them? If no, we're one. not all doing it, like nobody. Right. And so it's really important that we all get involved.
1: Absolutely. I know how you feel because I have been told since the beginning of my writing career that, I am controversial. I say things that no one else will say, but you know, as much as they say that, or they judge me, it's the truth. What I say is honestly the truth when it comes to abuse and domestic violence and child abuse and child murder. But I do want to tell our listeners before it slips my mind that this program is in memory of Anson and we want to remember Anson and we don't want to we don't want to shine light on his killer because too often the killer gets you know the attention the focus gets taken off of the victim and i'm so sick and tired of the abuser the killer having more rights than the victim yeah that's generally the case too so this program is in anson's memory it is on the website and we're going to be you know letting people know Mm -hmm. that this little this little boy died and, you know, we're not going to let his memory fade away. He's not going to die in vain, so to speak.
0: Nope. Nope. There'll be people, you know, from here on out in his honor and in his name, yeah. uh, you know, go, like speaking out and, and trying to make this, this, you know, the world a safer place for children. Right. Yes. And it, it's insane. That what that was needless and sad and, and tragic and He's not in pain anymore. You know, he's resting peacefully in heaven, I believe. And yeah. um, the thing is, is that should have never happened. He should have no. been playing with his little friends and his brothers and sisters or, you know, whoever, he, you know, he shouldn't, that should have never happened to him. So it's just, this is why this program is so important. Community, yes. Community kids watching. You can be a kids watcher. Anybody can be a kids watcher. Yes. Like, like we said, I don't have children, but I'm a kids watcher. And I care about children. I don't have any children. Um, you know what I mean? That doesn't mean that I don't care about children and I can't keep an eye out for them wherever I'm at. And I do. Yes. Because <laughs> you know, i people that say, well, you know, well, why would you? You don't have any children. What does it really matter? It's like, well, because I care about children. and But also because I was abused and I know how horrific, horrific it is, you know, when nobody steps in.
1: Right. Yeah. So. you don't have to have children to be a voice though. I mean, The thing is is humanity. you know we're supposed to care about each other. We're supposed to love and protect each other. That's right. We do not live in a world of love and protection. and I get a lot of people say, you know, you're overprotective of I was overprotective of my kids. now I'm overprotective of my grandchildren. And even last week I said about them going to school and I'd rather them be home. I do I do because I don't trust people. I I know what's out there. I've seen what's out there, and I I don't trust them. There is nothing that I wouldn't do. Yeah, there's nothing I wouldn't do. The school systems is unbelievable. Yeah, you know, I mean, we have seen time and time again, unbelievable. Yeah, we've seen time and time again how children go to school and they're sexually assaulted at school or after school programs by a coach. I just, I have no, I have no trust and. The only thing that that goes for me is my son-in-law and my son. They're both coaches of the kids' teams, so that makes me feel a lot better on that end. That's but <laughs> but I, I just I don't I don't I do not trust people. And I not and I know good. it sounds terrible, but from everyone oh. I work with, you know, abuse happens mostly in the home by someone you know or love or trust. Right. So, right. I, I have no trust. I have no faith in people. Not like that
0: actually well you can't it's pretty obvious because when because we know the stats see that's the problem like most people don't realize just how sketchy the situation really is if you have children you have to do everything you can to protect those children because you don't know in your neighborhood who's a child sexual predator you know who's into child pedophilia you
1: don't know you don't know if anyone me on the street they'll say there's the abuse woman (laughs) They know know I'm going to say something.
0: (laughs) Right. And, you know, that's a a good title to have because it shows you care. And people, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be your world like every day, like it is kind of ours because of what we've been doing for so long, you know. But the issue is is just to keep an eye out, like anybody listening to this, right, or watching this show, you know, just keep an eye out. Watch out for kids. If you have children, make sure you know who's around them at all times. At all times you have to know these these people are and you and you have to limit one-on-one child um one-on-one child interaction with adults because you don't know that person that person could come across as some good person you know you trust them to watch your child you come home your child's been sexually violated you do not want that um you got to watch babysitters you need to watch i mean even your own family Yes, you know, we have to we know this. right. I'm a survivor of incest. So we all know, um, you know, you have to watch everybody around your children. It's true. You can't trust anybody around your children. You really can't until they prove themselves trustworthy. And Then you still have to watch them. So because I mean, to do the studies on how many um, child sexual predators are out there, I'm not sure. But like, it's got to be over 50% of the population. It has to be because they bust thousands and thousands and thousands of those people on a basically on a weekly or monthly basis all around the world. And um, it's, in, it's just insane how many people are out there abusing children. And um, it's not okay. That's why we're doing what we do. But, um, you know, I, I think this program is great. I'm excited. I, I want, you know, I'm an, I'm an ambassador. <laughs> hey. And I think everybody else should be too. So if you're interested, <laughs> Um, you know, if you're listening to this in the archives and whatnot, you want to get a hold of us, just contact us via our website. Any of those links will work. And you can contact us any way, anyhow you want to. Or go to the website and check it out and get a hold of us. And, you know, if you're interested in becoming uh, a part of do- if anything that we're doing, get a hold of us.
1: Yes. Absolutely. I think Lee's going to actually talk a little bit about that.
0: Yeah.
2: Lee? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. For the Community Kids Watch program, and for those of you who want to become an ambassador and wonder how how can I become an ambassador? What can I do? Is it there's there's no special training. You don't need a special degree, you don't need to go to a special school and get any certificates. What you do need is the desire to help protect children, to keep them safe and to ensure that they have a safe and happy and healthy childhood. Um, to keep your eye out uh, for anything that's suspicious, that if you seem see or suspect anything, you know, then you need to be, you need to pick up the phone and call. You can also, you can make a report online that, you know, now that we have this wonderful technology, the internet, Um, You can make those reports online as well, which Mm -hmm. for, you know, for for those in the the deaf and hard of hearing community, that's really, that's important. Um, I just see, um, for some of you who are watching or not sure what I just did, I'm deaf and (laughs) I can speak, I sometimes forget and sign while I speak, but that also confuses my brain a little bit. (laughs) it's, It's kind of, yeah, so... Um, but this is very important to me um, and very important to reach, you know, the deaf community and and the community at large about protecting kids. This is, this is, we all need to be out there protecting kids, keeping an eye out for them. Um, You know, the things that's most important, it's like, you know, you've got to have the desire to do the right thing and be ready to take that step. And, you know, like, Donna and Laurie had mentioned earlier about making the phone call. A lot of yeah. people don't pick up the phone and call. They may step back and say, one, they may think, okay, it's not my problem. It's a family thing, but it's that's right. not, it's, it's everybody's problem. It's everybody's mm-hmm. concern. And the other that's thing right. is, you don't pick up the phone because you think somebody else is going to do it, and somebody else doesn't do it. You know, that, that yeah. child could end up my heart, my heart just breaks, um, yeah. just like Anson. Mm-hmm. Um, it is heartbreaking. The injuries he sustained and ultimately died from are unspeakable abuse that that child suffered. Mm-hmm. And though I yeah. didn't personally know this child, it still affects me deeply because a the child is helpless, defenseless, depending on others to protect him, to look yeah. out for him.
1: That's and
2: right. somebody that was supposed to love and protect him did the unthinkable.
0: Yeah.
2: And the extent of his injuries, I and mean, somebody had to hear, somebody had to hear something. And like, you know, but but they, they just maybe shrugged it off. Um, yeah. If you see a child, who's got, um, now I know, you know, kids, kids are going to be kids and they're going to get bruised and they play and they're rough. My son, mm-hmm. when he was a toddler, yeah. when he was probably about four up until around four or five from his knees to his ankles, he looked like, you know, he was beaten with a stick. <laughs> right. And my two grandmothers <laughs> grandchildren, <laughs> children when they were two and five, I mean, they were sailing, off of the couch onto cushions they put on the floor and my two year old granddaughter kept bumping into the chair. So, you know, I mean, they're gonna have bumps and bruises but you've gotta learn to, you know, it's like, pay attention to what doesn't appear to be normal. Right. Um, And you've gotta be willing to pick up that phone. You can make the call anonymously. Um, And though many states have uh, mandated reporting laws uh-huh. it's a moral obligation. It really is. And it's going to take all of us to stand up and to help these kids and to protect them. And excuse me, you know, they're, they're yours. They're mine. They're ours. You yeah. know, Together, together we can help create a safer environment for them to grow up in and to help create a world where they can focus on just being kids, yeah. having fun without being hurt, without having to worry about, you know, yeah. Doing something that's going to upset an adult that's going to result in a beating. that yeah. it's just it's unthinkable. And now we're in the pandemic. Um, I'm going to share. I'm, I'm going to refer to my my cheat sheet because <laughs> it's just a little bit of statistics here. So get with you. But I here in Florida. <laughs> The latest statistics that I could come up with was um, in 2018, the Children's Advocacy Centers here in Florida served over 34,000 children. Uh, let that number sink in. 34,000 children who were victims of child abuse or neglect. That's crazy. You know, and um, you know, if you want to break it down to female and male ages you can do that as well um, but that's you know 60% of the victims that they treated in 2018 were female and 40% were male 36% yeah. of those victims were between the ages of not even yeah. a year old and six yeah. um, 35% yeah. of those victims suffered from sexual abuse 27% from physical abuse and 17% suffered neglect Um, now we're in the pandemic and we're dealing with you know with COVID and while yeah. it's bringing a lot of families closer together, it's also um, creating a lot of situations where it's making easier, making it easier for the abusers to abuse. Yeah. and you know because look- kids are being kept indoors, they're being yeah. kept away from, you know, people they normally interact with, and and even here. I know I live. Um, I live in an area that's. It's the duplex is not a really nice area, but I live in in HUD housing, and it's a really nice area. And they've got a park over, you know, in the center area. And kids are always out playing, but there's really, I mean, the number of kids that I see outside, most of this year, has um, been yeah. minimal. It's minimal, yeah. and I fear for those kids that aren't, you know, that are going through. The trauma they're they're going through, being abused, and they've got no way out. Um, so if you see something, if you just suspect something, pick up the phone and call because you just making that call and making that report in good faith. You cannot be held, you know, no. responsible if it turns out to be, you know, um, uh, the word. forgive me, bear with me because I'm dealing with migraines and, and a little <laughs> transient aphasia here. So (laughs) the word I'm looking for, Um, I I just, and it's very, very, it's frustrating. It's upsetting and it breaks my heart, but there's a lot that we can do. You know, we can, we can can keep an eye out for these kids. And, you know, it's not just the abuse that, that, we're talking about with the community kids watch program. Um, we're going to expand more on this in in another show is you can also keep an eye out for, um, you know, kids that may go missing. I mean, uh-huh. a child will go missing like that. I know. Oh, yeah. I know from personal experience, you know, for sure. um, I was one of the the fortunate ones, but, and it's sad because we grew up, you know, we were free range kids we could walk. I mean, I could walk for miles growing up. Oh yeah, you know, and, and everybody kind of kept an eye out for everybody, um, and you kept an eye out for each other's kids, and, and that's what we should be doing anyway. And we really yeah. need to step up. Yeah. We need to step up to the plate and, yeah. and do Definitely. what we have to for these kids. And Connor's Law was an especially important law to get passed. And there's another law that um, I know I don't. Belief. Pennsylvania doesn't have it yet either. Florida does not have it, and that's Aaron's Law, and that's something oh, yeah. you know that we'll we'll talk more about in the future. But it's um, these kids need to be protected. They need to be able to talk. And when kids disclose abuse, which you know it's very hard for a kid to um, to disclose abuse because they're placed in a state of fear. Mm-hmm. Whether it's their favorite pet, whether it's the other parent, that you know, well, if you tell, they're not going to believe you. If you tell, I'm going to kill your dog, your cat, your gerbil, whatever. Um, if you uh, tell, yeah. nobody's going to believe you. Yeah, you know, so a lot of kids don't tell until they get older, you know, until they become an adult. A lot of times, in, probably, you yeah. know, I believe it's into their thirties. I was in my 30s yeah. when I finally started to have to deal with it. 30, 40s. It came up and it slammed me in the face. Um and, and I couldn't not deal with it. Right. But when a kid comes to you and discloses abuse of any kind, believe them, believe them, because it's extremely rare that a child is going to lie. Yeah. Yes, That's there right. have been, you know, a couple of cases, but Once I mean that, that is like minuscule. It is minuscule. Right, right. They're, they're really, they're not going to lie about it because they're they're careful about telling about being believed. Um, but keep telling, find somebody you can trust and keep telling, keep talking about it and, you know, believe the kids, believe them, support them. And you know, it's, it's really, really difficult. This pandemic, this pandemic has me so worried about the kids because oh, yeah. you know, the domestic oh. violence that, that increases as After well, be you know, the roof. behind the, the stats closed stats doors. And, just, and the kids witness that and that's, you know, that is abuse as well. That's abuse to them. So it's very fearful. Yeah, the stats are deadly. The stats are through the roof. Um, the stats that we see are only the cases that have been reported. That's we, right. We know out we so much higher Oh, yeah. And with COVID, with the pandemic, the stats Mm -hmm. increased exponentially, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just heartbreaking. We've got to be the ones to step up. We have to do something. We have to be there for the kids. We have to promise that we will be there. Um, And we've got some really great things happening with our Community Kids Watch program. Um, We've got a couple of additions. um, We're going to be uh, working on to add with the program. We'll bring that up on our next, you know, next time we talk. And I don't want to. Excited. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away, you know. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, hang on for another another week, and you know, <laughs> see, we'll have more information up on the website. Um, also, uh, I want to get talk about the chapters for a second. I am I'm incredibly excited to have our our Central Florida chapter and to have Warren. Heading that chapter. He is an amazing yeah. person.
1: Yes,
2: a very kind soul. Um, yeah. he's he's seen some rough parts of life, you know, like most of us have. Yeah, but he's also an awesome advocate. Yeah, he's got uh, a heart of it all. Most life. of us who are advocates, really, I mean, we've experienced these some things in in life, and you know, it's. Yeah. I'm very grateful. Um, we're blessed to have him. Yeah. You know, in our Florida chapter, I'm really excited for that. So, in reaching more people, um,
0: kudos, so, to Warren.
2: yeah. <laughs> you know, awesome.
1: yeah. Uh, He's a great guy. Sorry, yes. um,
0: There's so many. You know,
2: like okay. um, when
0: you were
1: list. I mean, oh, so any
2: questions? Was awesome. there any questions for me? I think I touched on everything I needed to touch on. Yeah. Um, great. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was great. So,
0: yeah, I mean, that's kind of, unless anybody has anything to add, that sort of sums up what we wanted to talk about tonight. <laughs> you did a great <laughs> job. And uh, so did you, Donna. Thank and you. Um, yeah, we just, we just want people to, to just be a voice, you know, even if you, we want you to join us, you know, <laughs> but if you don't join somebody else, join <laughs> That's right. Just do something to make a difference because you are really the only one that can change this world. I'm talking to yeah. the listeners. Like we all have our part to play on this planet. Every single one of us is responsible for what's going on right now. We see this world. We don't like what we see. Then we need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. It is our responsibility because we live here right now. This is our generation. So you know, each each person has their their part to play. We can either be somebody who's causing the problem, or we can be somebody that's working towards the answers to fix the problem. And I, you know, like we're all, all three of us have been, you know, big on positive, you know, change and yeah. let's create this world that we want and that we that we so should have to live in because there's no reason for all of this hatred and this evil and this murder and this horrible stuff going on. And so, you know, we can we can all do our part. And like I said, we're not all the shows aren't going to be about child abuse. We're going to t- touch on all kinds of topics like we said. And, you know, any different things we'll be talking about homelessness, we, you know, mental health issues, um health and health and wellness, like self-care. Yes. Um yes. you know, that's a big one for people, especially with this COVID-19 thing going on. There's a lot of, you know, that are struggling right now you know we'll just touch on all kinds of stuff because we're three regular people living on the planet just like all of you listeners out here who happen to catch this show and so you know we want you to join us and to be part of this and you know we can all make a difference we, we found that out a long time ago yeah um yeah way back when we first started doing this and you know years ago many years ago we, we realized like our voices really do count they really do matter So, for all the listeners out here, you know, thank you very much for people who will be tuning into the archive. We want you to come and and join us in our live chat. We we'll be chatting back and forth with you. You can ask questions if you want to. Um, you know, just uh, share the information and get involved. Be a voice for children.
1: That's really important.
0: And if you're like
1: any organization, that's right. That's right. That's what I say.
0: You know, like we want you to join our, our group and, and be part of what we're doing. But you know, if you find something else that you know suits you better then just get involved, do whatever you can to get involved and be a voice for children. Very important. And um, like, we're going to, we'll, in the future, we'll have, um, hopefully we'll have some authors on here, do some interviews. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's not just about child abuse. This, like I, like I said, on the original one, the first couple were we were going to, because we're rolling out this program, Um, it's very important for us to get this information out, but, um, it's going to be a neat show coming up here. People, I want you to tune in. It's not all depressing about child abuse. And so, you know, all the shows will be different. And like, when I'm thinking about having like every third Wednesday of the month is going to be like a health and wellness show. Yes. And, you know, we're going to try to have one off show a month maybe. And, you know, we'll touch on, on, on an aspect, like maybe mental health issues or, um, homelessness, or you know, that sort of thing, um, bullying, suicide prevention, mm-hmm. um, you know, depression, any number of things, right? Um, any number of topics that we can all speak on. So, we want you to just be part of what we're doing because we want you to join us, really, um, because we're all friends and you know, you can be our friends too. <laughs> Come hang out, <laughs> right. hook up with us everywhere, hey. hook up with us on Time Facebook. Is winding down. We're almost on an hour. Yeah, yeah, we're just winding down now, and um, so you know, I just thank everybody for tuning in. That's going to watch this show and, and uh, in the archives, and like I said, um, we're a new channel. Be sure and subscribe, share our channel, and get the word out. And that we're here on YouTube. We're glad to be here, and we'll be back next Wednesday. So <laughs> and I wish you all a wonderful night. My
1: sissies, night everyone. Good night. Good night. See you next time. you for joining us.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be here tonight. And I'm here with my sister advocates, Lee Roberts, Donna Shear. And we've been best friends for a long time and worked together for a long time on many different projects. So this is exciting. We're glad to be here. This is basically our first show for Advocates United for Humanity radio, AU4H radio. And um, we're just going to do a bit of introduction. We're going to just tell you a little bit about ourselves. And we're going to talk about some past events as well as some sort of new, like, like current, future events that are coming up right now with Advocates United for Humanity. We just call it AU4H. So we're glad that you can be here and join us. We want you to just feel comfortable. Um, we're all best friends, so <laughs> so we're all, you know we hang out like online all the time. But we're all over the all over the North American continent. And Lee Roberts, she's in Florida. Donna Shear, she's in Pennsylvania, and I'm in Canada. But we all met in person, and we have met in the past, and we've been best friends for a long, long time. So we want you to feel comfortable too, and you know just join us, grab a coffee. Lee Roberts, she's got her coffee. I've got mine. <laughs> 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 you know, grab that a cup of <laughs> yeah, Donna's got hers. Grab a cup of pull up a chair. You know, join us. Join us in the chat. We'll be checking the YouTube chat there. And you know, if you have a question for us or you want the information about something we're doing or you just want to know about more about us, you can click our links below. Right now is a good time if you haven't, subscribe to our channel and click the like button. Share this all over the place. We need help. We're a new channel here on YouTube. And we need help to get this spread out to everybody. We're gonna do a weekly show and it's, it should be about this time, Wednesday, Wednesday evening. You can check the, the, the event schedule coming up. We're just glad to be here. And I'm extremely happy to be back with my sister advocates, Lee and, and Donna. And um, what I'm gonna do is just uh, take a moment. We'll just introduce ourselves and just give me one sec here. I'm going to let Lee, Lee Roberts, she's going to introduce us uh, introduce herself to us right now, and I'll let Lee go ahead and and uh, tell us a little bit more. Uh, tell you. I, I know all about well not all about Lee, but I know a lot about Lee. <laughs> we all do. We're best friends. Um, Lee can tell you about herself.
2: Hi, everyone. My name is Lee Roberts. I'm co-founder of Advocates United for Humanity and CEO. Um, this is an interesting format for me personally to work on because I'm deaf. Um, I can speak. Um, I started my journey to deafness when I was five um, with a near fatal bout with meningitis. So, but more about that in future. Um, yeah advocates united for humanity is i co-founded with um with with one of my best friends and another sister advocate donna Shear, who you see down (laughs) down there in june of 2015 2015 2016 we we came up with the idea um in november of 2015 and you know, we've been advocates before and worked together or volunteered side by side and uh, ended up on different journeys. And we came back and advocated um, strongly, again, for children together, as well as other other causes in the communities that the homelessness, the um, for me personally, the deaf and hard of hearing community is really, really important because it is, it is a community that uh, there's so many of us out there that we're, the deaf and hard of hearing community doesn't get reached. We get left out, and, wow. but we're working with this, our, our amazing radio program coordinator and another dear friend and sister advocate, Laurie Ann Smith, um, has, has found this forum and is connected to YouTube. And while their captions are auto-generated and, um, it is a way for us to at least start reaching the deaf community and we are going to work on um, refining that process so that we can reach you better out there. I would sign and talk at the same time, but my brain gets confused um, <laughs> doing two different languages. So um, you may catch me throwing a you know, few signs in, in there um, because that's habit. That's a habit for me. Um, babe. Uh, let's see. I was born to two parents who were in the air force and my mother was a registered nurse and a Lieutenant. And I was born down at Lackland and raised back up in New England where my mama's family is. So, um, born without my twin physically by my side, but she is with me on this journey. And I'm a survivor of so much, um, experiences I wouldn't wish on anybody. Um, and, Lori, who is very vocal about her her past and her survival and what she's experienced, um, we have a lot in common um, in a good part of the journey, um, both being survivors of a lot of abuse. And you know, there's be another show that I might talk a little bit more about that um, as we touch on certain topics of survivors and healing and our journeys. Um, but uh, at this point, I'm the oldest of six kids. Should have been seven seven living kids. But like I said, my twin didn't make it. Um, the oldest of six. And from a military and law enforcement family, my mother's brother is a long-retired um, officer from New England. Very proud of him. Very proud of my Uncle Joe. Um, there's just so much that I could share Um but I'm, I'm going to turn this over now to, to Donna, um, <laughs> down, here, down, down
1: there. Yeah. So um, Donna, off to you. Um, my name is Donna Shear. I'm a mom, a grandmom. I'm the co-founder of Advocates United for Humanity. I serve as president on the board of directors. I'm a writer, publisher, editor, photographer, but my most important role is mom and grandma That's awesome. <laughs> they're my world.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's a big responsibility too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me tell you. That's a full time job on top of a full-time job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they're you know how I am and they're they're my everything. My daughter just got married and I'm hoping that I get a few more grandbabies real quick. <laughs> Not that I'm pushing or anything. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. All right. Well, that's excellent. Did you want, did you want me to go? Yes. Okay. So it's my turn. My <laughs> name is Ann Smith. I'm AU4H radio program coordinator. Um, I just came back and joined AU4H. I was with them for a long. Well, actually a long time ago. Back when they first started, I was with them for just a little bit. And then I left, but I have a lot of stress going on in my life. And it's actually this, this last, I don't know. I would say since 20, especially since 2010. Um, <laughs> so we're going yeah. back a ways <laughs> Last 10 years have been pretty stressful. And I've kind of, you know, I, I get involved with a group and then have to leave just because too much going on in my personal life. But I always love to be a voice, you know, for children and, you know, to be a voice. And with Donna Shear, Lee Roberts, um, that's what we were able to do. Like we were volunteering with different well, with a different group at the time. That's where we met. And um, I met these ladies, these lovely ladies, and we quickly became best friends. and it, it, it really just happened like kind of instantly, we just bonded and we were like, you know, we could trust each other, and we knew we had each other's back. And you know, we would always watch out for each other. And because it's rare to find people like that these days, you know, <laughs> it really is. And um, we just get along so well. And we have a main, you know, kind of a main, um, you know, uh, thing in common is that we really we, we want protection for everybody. We think all, you know, children should be protected. Adults, you know, who are vulnerable should be protected. Animals should be protected. You know, we care about people. We care about children, and we care about, you know, the world. <laughs> right? well, a lot of people don't, but we do. And I think that. You know, these ladies, we are hearts were you know, the thing. And um, that's kind of, you know, that's where we all got started years ago, advocating on behalf of children, uh, working towards child abuse prevention mainly. But I also did a lot of my own stuff because I was abused as a child. People know me, you know, out there as just the person who talks about our own personal journey. That's very true because that's what I do. But um, my husband just recently passed away. Uh, well, two and a half years ago, but to me it seems pretty recent. <laughs> it's not been all that long. It's the third Christmas without him. And uh, I finally put up a Christmas tree this year. I hadn't done it for a few years and because I was just too, too down. But, they, you know, I'm starting to feel uh, like I want to get back involved, and, and Donna and Lee were nice enough to let me join them again as the AU4H radio program coordinator. And so I'm extremely glad to be here tonight. Um, you know, to be able to be back with these ladies, like we said, we're back. <laughs> and, you know, we're we're glad to be back. Uh, you know, we were always wanting to be a voice out here, and Donna, we and have continued to be a voice out here with Advocates United for Humanity. And so, I'm glad to join you, ladies, my lovely friends, and get it busy again.
1: That's what we're planning on doing. Laurie, we're blessed to have you. We're, we're so happy that you're back. We're blessed. Lee and I just absolutely, you know, we think the world of you. We love you. We couldn't have done this without you. Yeah. I,
0: well, that's how I feel about you. I mean, I, I'm so thankful to be able to do this with you ladies. Um, and we just recently, you know, sort of stumbled across uh, this program that works with YouTube or, you know, wherever, live streaming. And you can live stream all over the place. We just chose our YouTube channel, um, and it, you know, hopefully, it works out for us. And we, we, we radio is too hard because Lee is uh, part of the, the deaf community, and she yeah. can speak and talk, but she can't hear. And so we, we, this will work for us to be able to all of us be on uh, a voice for children still out here advocating. Yes, and I think it's absolutely wonderful. It is. Well, there's there's a need. You know, I mean we look at the head we see what's going on, you know. I mean that's not all we do, Advocates United for Humanity, but but that's a part of it. And we see the headlines and we you know, we know what's going on. And the children need a voice and they do need protection, that's for sure. Did you want to talk about some of the highlights, Donna, of
1: AU Great and the website? Well, Lori, as you know, Advocates United for Humanity, we focus on positive social change. Um, we cover a variety of vital resources from bullying, ah. animals, animal cruelty, domestic violence, um, human trafficking, cyberbullying, internet safety. Um, we provide information for the gay and lesbian community, um, the missing, and we also do youth support. And, ah. These programs have been great. We have a lot of people that we really have helped. So it, it's nice when you see all the work that you put into it, and then you see the outcome where so many people are benefiting from it. So it's it's, it's nice, it, and it's, it's a good feeling to know like you're helping people, you know? And we are a small group, but we have some of the best ambassadors on the planet. <laughs> oh, there's my buddy, Otis. <laughs> Otis, oh, yes. oh, Otis. Otis, you know? uh, yeah. but we but we have some of the best there ambassadors. We are. This is but Otis. He says hello. <laughs> <laughs> we have the best ambassadors that anyone could ask for. I mean, we like I said, we are a small group, but we're just so we're so blessed that I'm thankful. I know Lee's thankful, and we're both thankful and grateful that you're back. <laughs> we missed you.
0: <laughs> I'm glad to be back.
1: <laughs> I missed you too. And you know,
0: I think that you guys were still going strong out there. um, You know, doing the what you were doing, and I was just so happy to see that because I well, you know, I just knew that you would. You know, because this is the this is how you are, and that's how I am. I have a heart to you know do as much as I can to do what I can. There's you know, I mean, right now with COVID nineteen, we're kind of all online. You know, there are there's some things that we can do out in the you know that we'll be talking about here in a few minutes, but you know, right now we can do a lot online to reach people too. And um, a lot of people are stuck at home, you know, and they, you know, they they need support too, right? Yes, we and we're, are. yeah. And I mean, we're kind of isolated too, you know, somewhat. Have to be careful, right? And and especially until they find a vaccine that actually works. Yeah. But um, you know, it's tough. But I know advocacy United for Humanity. If you want to go to the, what's the the website? It's our website is. I'm just going to throw. I'm going to give that out real quick. Okay. <laughs> A, my computer's so slow. It really is. Oh my I think there are more people on the internet, on the internet
1: these days.
0: Yeah, and you can go there and you can click, and uh, on the top and they'll have that shows you know about and then. Um, you know, resources and whatnot. And you can see all of the different uh, projects that are happening, what the ones that have happened in the past, what's happening in the future, and people can get information. And it's very, very helpful. Um, we'll be discussing some of that, I think, in some upcoming shows. We'll be taking yes. a look at different things. But um, what do we have? What do we have? We have a new project coming
1: up? Well, Lori, if it's okay, I'd like to share some of our current campaigns that have been really successful. And a lot of our ambassadors have really come aboard, taken charge. And I mean, we're seeing results. Um, Lee in Florida actually has an emergency food pantry. Um, We have hosted awareness walks. We do comfort bears for law enforcement agencies. Um we do a community closet for the Keystone Central School District in Pennsylvania. Um we have a Holiday Smiles program and we provide uh secret santa toys for children in need or abused children. We do the same at Easter time for for Easter baskets. Um we also we have many programs in the Holiday Smile cuz it like, this is a tough time for a lot of people right now. This COVID has hit a lot of people hard Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of people in need right now that really need. So it's, it's terrible to have people need food and clothes and toys. So we try to really do that. And one of our most successful programs was actually our warming tree. I think we did over 800 hats, scarves and (laughs) scarves and gloves and The community, they loved it. But like I said, there's so many people in need. It was a really great thing. Mm -hmm. But we also do our My Body Belongs to Me campaign and we also do the sky's the limit. But in 2021, we have this huge campaign. I am 150% behind it. (laughs) I'm so (laughs) excited. Um, We had a little boy that had been brutally tortured and killed in Our community. Um, When a child's being tortured, you and I both know there's cries, there's yells, there's screams for help. Nobody did anything, nobody said anything. It was kind of just swept under the rug and left go until after it was too late. So Lee and I come together and we come up with this program called Community Kids Watch. And what it basically is is you as a community come together, you see something, you say something. You know, our biggest thing is we want to we want people to watch, we want people to hear. You know, and if you suspect it, we want you to say something. And I mean this this campaign is something that I wanted to do for a long time. As you know, I've been down for a few years because of an injury. I'm still not one hundred and ten percent and I'll be here and then I won't be and I'll be I'll be back. It's going to depend on my overall health and how I'm feeling. But um, I'm just so for this campaign, because I think that we need to really promote the fact that if you see something or you hear something or you suspect something, you say something. I always say everybody hears this saying where um, it takes a village to raise a child. What also takes the village to protect one and my goal my hope for this this campaign is that we can get people to come together in the community as a whole we can focus and we can really make a difference in some of these kids lives i mean it's tough right now we have a lot of kids right now homeschooling yeah. and let's be honest there some of them are not having meals some of them's in abusive situations i mean these poor mm-hmm. kids don't have a chance and That's as right. much as I want my own grandchildren at home because I don't want to see them get sick or ill or, I mean, like I said, it's a, it's a terrible time right now. But, you know, that's, school sometimes is a safe haven for children. And right. so I'm really hoping that this campaign kicks off and, you know, like people really stand up, take charge. And I want people to be as excited about it as I am. And Lee is because yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. And
0: people, you know, you can get involved, you know, by con- like going to our website or yeah. you can, you know, like you'll see our links down. <clears throat> Excuse me. Our links will be in the description there below. But you can check our stuff out on our um, AU4H Facebook page. You know, we're everywhere, like all over the place, like Twitter. And we'll be sharing links to this Community Kids Watch um, event. Well, it's a program that's going to be coming up here. If you want to get involved, you know, you contact us and it, we all need to be um, involved. And yes. I think I'll bring, I'm going to bring Sissy Lee on and, and get a, a little bit of feedback from her about this community
2: kids watch program. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the community kids watch program is incredibly important. You know, there's some, um, there's something I said recently as as, actually as we were working on putting this program together I, after the tragic loss of, of a child whose life, whose, whose death could have been prevented. You know, it's yeah. like it takes a village. We hear this all the time. It takes a village to raise a child, but it's so much more than that. You know, it's like I thought about, well, what does it mean? You know, but it means that, that it takes all of us as like, you know, not yeah. just the three of us here but every single one of you that are watching everybody in the community it takes absolutely all of us to to care for and to protect these kids yeah whether you know it doesn't matter whose kids they are kids in the neighborhood kids who are you know you see out shopping um, if you suspect abuse you can make a call in good faith yeah. and you are not <laughs> going to be prosecuted for that in fact, you may be the only one making a phone call, and by you picking up that phone, yeah, you could save this child's life. Now, I just know, and it breaks my heart. Um, but uh, you know, we've we've all cried over this so much—the death wow. of this precious child—because wow. it could have prevented, and the the extent of his injuries. The extent of the trauma on his little body Mm -hmm. is evidence that it was going on for some time. And somebody had to hear that little boy scream to hear him cry, to shout out for help. And nobody did anything. Nobody picked up a phone, nobody called, nobody messaged any local agency, whether, you know, be us or the local, um, the local shelters, anybody, they could have reached out to somebody and say, hey, something's happening in this kid. You know, something's happening. I believe something's happening. He's being hurt. Please look in on him, you know, but nobody picked up the phone. No. Yeah. And it's terrible. I've got to ask all of you out there watching and it's like, what if this was somebody you love? What if this was your, your niece, your nephew, your cousin? I mean, or it shouldn't matter that it's somebody you love. It's a child. This is a child. And they are—they don't have the capability. They don't have the voice that anybody's listening to. It no. takes us adults, yeah. all of us adults, to get together and to protect these kids and to speak up for them and to be their voice and to be their collective voice by protecting them, by looking out, I mean, you don't have to sit there at your window or in your yard and watch kids all the time. It's not about that. It's not about you know invading somebody's privacy. If you think no. it's a privacy issue, it's it's not my family. It's not my problem, but it is your problem. Yeah. Um, it's Everyone's if you talking. see something, you're out right. there. You're in the yard. You're doing things. You're in your garden. You're you're out shopping. You know, you see something. You suspect something. It is. Whether you're, you know, if you're a mandated reporter, you are absolutely responsible for making a phone call or reporting it online. I mean, even if you're not a mandated reporter, it is a moral obligation for you to protect that child, to pick up the phone and say, Hey, I think something's going on here and somebody needs to check into this. So it's, it's incredibly important. It means, you know, ensuring that these kids are safe no matter where they are no matter Mm -hmm. where they are. And, um, you know, keep an eye out for each, for the kids, you know, keep an eye out for, you know, anybody that that you don't recognize in your neighborhood that might be driving around looking for kids because I'll tell you, um, and I wasn't planning on sharing this part of my story just yet, but there are people out there that, that are, yes, they're driving in vans, they're driving in cars and they're looking for children. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. as a mother, who's vulnerable child, who is now forty years old, he went missing when he was like three years old. Took a little walk on his own. Kids are fast. <laughs> Kids are fast. But it, and he was he was potentially going to be taken by a suspected pedophile that the police were looking for in the neighborhood. But thankful to God that two people intervened and saw somebody in a car with their window down, talking to a little boy in the store parking lot. Um, They yelled. He took off, and my child was returned to me safely. Once put in my arms, the deputy then told me that this was probably the suspected pedophile they were looking for. So, um, and I'm grateful that people were actually looking out, and they got involved even back then. Uh You know, people are so Uh afraid to get involved.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: Because they fear repercussions from... Um, legal repercussions or repercussions from other people out there in the community. But I, I would be grateful for anybody looking out for my, well, my son is now grown. So it would be my grandchildren. I'm grateful for, for any adult out there that keeps their eye out and ensures their safety, whether I know who it is or not, you know, I'm thankful for them. And this is really, really important. You know, Anson's life could have been saved. Yes. He should not have died. And we all need to stand up and, and you know, be ambassadors for the kids and, and help keep an eye on them. I can't stress the importance of this program. Yeah. And like I said, it'll take all of us. Yes. it will. It will. It will. We're going to have a no, time to Lori or Donna. Oh, I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> um, whoever, whoever is next, yeah, for me, yeah, it's, it's hard. We're, we're working a little system here because I can't, I'm de- being deaf. I can't hear what, you know, my, my sister advocates here are saying, but we know ahead of time okay. we, we've got a plan. So we're, work- we're gonna, yeah. 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 So, it's good. Um, you know, whoever wants to jump oh. in here,
0: work it out. I'll jump in. Um, okay. You know it is so important and children can't protect themselves you know this is the reason why community kids watch is so important because children you know they, they don't have the ability to protect themselves it's up to the, it's like donna was saying and like lee was saying you know it takes a village to raise a child it, it's a community issue it's all responsibility it truly really is i mean mm-hmm. He I don't is. even have children, but I'm looking out for children because I'm like they need to be looked out on. I'm keeping an eye open, you know, and keeping an ear open because hey, you know, if I hear something, see something, I'm gonna report it because you could save a child's life, right? Well, we've only got like two two minutes left now for the show. <laughs> <laughs> These half hour shows goes, you know, they go pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we got to hear from Otis, which is, little Otis is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he wants, he's excited. He wants to be part of the show. <laughs> 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 I, he's so adorable. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, I just think, think it, it's just, I think, you know, we're going to have, um, we'll have a, a show coming up here soon. It'll be, you know, whether we do it probably as a premiere, but it'll be the actually commu- community. Let's watch program. We're, we'll do an actual show on that. And we'll talk yes. more about that. So that'll be up and coming. We also have some authors that we're be doing interviews with. Yeah, that's going to be great. And we'll have, um, oh, all sorts of, it's not just going to be about child abuse. You know, we're not only just covering child abuse um, issues. It's just that because this just happened with Anson Stover in, um, in Donna Shear's community, um, that this really hit hard with us because we're child advocates. Like we, we work to protect children and this was right in her own community, and so Donna, I know she'd been wanting to do this anyway, but this this just pushed it, you know, to the forefront. Let's get this yes. program rolling. So this yes. is what we're yes. going to do. So we'll be coming we'll be coming at you live here again next week, and we very well may be talking about that. But don't get the idea that this is just <laughs> only a show about child abuse, because it's not. We're no. going to be covering all sorts of topics, and not just sad ones. And um, and so we want you to join us. We want you to come back next week so what you do is you look on you know for our, our scheduled times coming up you can subscribe to our channel right now if you haven't and you can give us a thumbs up give us a like if you like the show and you know share the information contact us on our websites get involved you know um you know just be a voice share our information we're a new channel like i said and uh, we want and need your support right so Um, I just want to, you know, wish everybody a a very Merry Christmas, however you celebrate it, you know, not everybody celebrates Christmas. Happy holidays to those who don't celebrate Christmas. Um, And just have a safe and wonderful holiday, everybody. And um, I'm just going to sign off here in just a minute. So we're just wishing everybody uh, a very safe holiday whatever you're doing. We'll be back next Wednesday before the new year. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> one last show for 2020. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So we'll say goodbye then until next time.
2: And I'm oh, glad you joined us. Have, is have a Christmas. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
1: That's Merry right. Merry Christmas, everyone.
0: Goodbye, everybody. See
2: until you Until
1: next, next
0: time. That's right. Next time, thank you. Join us. Bye.